Welcome to Ethno Forum. Today we've got Botswana born, Vancouver based musician Tion Gibbs. Tion has lived all around the world but has built up his career as a musician here in Vancouver. He is also on the board of directors for Music BC, which is a non profit that helps facilitate things like grants and showcase opportunities for musicians here in British Columbia. Tian and I talk about things like the viability of building a music career as a Canadian in Canada, hip hop in general, and the state of the music scene in Vancouver, among other things. Ladies and gentlemen, Tian Gibbs. Well, Tian, thanks for coming and doing this, man. Oh, I appreciate it. No, I'm excited about it, dude. It's going to be sweet. I, I listened to some of your music and obviously heard it live and. I don't know, do you want to specify what kind of musician you are? Or? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm proud to say I'm uh, I'm a black artist from Vancouver. I make um, I make hip hop music, I make R and B music. Um, but more specifically I just wanna make music that people can live with, you know? And um, that's kinda why it's a bit more eclectic, I think. Mm. Because I want to have stuff for when you're at the gym and I want to have stuff for when you're, you know, bringing a girl home or when you're going out with friends. But is that kind of like an intentional thing? Or yeah. Is that, yeah. Yeah. You know what? When I first got to, uh, to Vancouver, um, I didn't know anyone, man. And um, I was really trying to find ways of playing gigs. Mm. And I was like, shit, man, like certain venues, they cut checks. But like this kind of song wouldn't work here right this kind of set wouldn't work here so i was like all right i want to have music that's going to work at clubs so if a dj wants to bring me out and i do a set at a club i can do that but then there's also like places like the fox cabaret or like guilt and co mm. which is now like typically well more so guilt and co is typically like a jazz spot you know what i'm saying mm. so i was like i need to have a set that can fit this venue um, and by doing that and kind of building a catalog that could work for both ways, it opened up doors with like so far sounds. And then as I was collaborating with more artists in the city, um, I just kind of made it a challenge to be like, yo, I, I think I can jump on anything, dude. I'm pretty confident I can do well in any yeah, kind yeah. of like genre style beat. So that's just kind of what happened. Right. There's that intentionality to it, but is there a particular style that you lean towards or that you? Well, would just like stick to if you know yeah if, it, if you kind of had your way i think right now um kind of where my heart is at uh i feel like i'm fairly established here in mm -hmm. vancouver i feel like people kind of know who i am and like um i have a fairly well-known brand in the city so i really want to start dialing it in um as i approach international and, and like mm. nationwide markets um just have the brand a bit more refined and at the end of the day like yeah i, I want to make really dope hip-hop music you know um more of a modern take on hip-hop music so a lot more like 808 production um but uh, i just want to make sure that the musicality is there that's really important to me mm. um like I play a couple of instruments myself, like, okay, like, not crazy, but I just like the idea of um, taking, like, a trap beat and just making just a little bit more musical than mm. what it would be before, uh, and just, like, infusing a bit more gospel into that as well, and um, that's kind of the direction that I really want to go. Where are you from originally? Originally, um, I have a bit of a, like, unique story. I uh born in Botswana. 
which is a small country in southern Africa. Uh, I think population now is like maybe two million people. Okay. Um, um, my parents met there. My dad was doing his masters, and he met my mom, and then um, came back. We went to Toronto actually for a little bit, um, and my dad finished his masters at York, and then uh, we started traveling a lot, man. Like we're moving like every three or four years, so I've been like everywhere from like England to Angola to South Africa. We went back to Botswana, um, and then in 2010 I came back to Canada, settled in Kelowna. I was there for five or six years, and now I'm here in mm-hmm. in Van City. What was your favorite place out of all or um of all the places you you lived? Man, uh not a lot of people know this, but um before music and before um this kind of took over my life, um you know, I had dreams of um playing soccer like professionally. Yeah. So when I was living in England, I was like you just had the infrastructure for it. Um, yeah. And until we moved away, like, I thought that was a reality, you know? Like, maybe not, like, like English Premier League, but, like, for sure, like, a, like a Div 1 team. I was kind of, like, my hopes for mm. Um But, yeah, when we moved away, didn't really do much. Moved to Botswana, and I managed to play for, like, the national under, like, 19 team a little bit and, like, uh, a couple local teams okay. um, in, like, the Botswana Premier League. So I managed to do that, unlike their reserve team. But the infrastructure wasn't there, and I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back to Canada. So this is where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I'd say I'd say probably England just for it's just the vibe. Whereabouts in England were you? Uh, we lived in South London in Croydon. Okay. Um, so yeah, I did a little high school there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was blessed, man. Yeah. It was really dope. I went to London for the first time. It was 2019. Oh, cool. And uh, it's just such a different vibe, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. know. Um, it's interesting though I kind of feel like when I'm in Toronto I feel like London's a lot like Toronto in a lot of ways like in the energy kind of yeah and the energy and um, you know there's like a really strong like um, Jamaican culture like a Jamaican influence in both cities I right. find yeah so you notice in a lot of the slang like there's things that I, when I was living in London that I was saying um, that you know when I go to Toronto or like people who I know here who are from Toronto they say to me and I'm like oh okay wow it's not like a London thing you can start learning and peeling it back. It's like, oh, that's a Jamaican thing. And then so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really cool, though. When, when did music start creeping in for you? Uh, we moved around a lot. So because of that, um, I just started writing, you know, writing my thoughts, writing my uh, ideas, writing my feelings, I mm. guess. Not to mm. sound like super soft. But um, <laughs> I was good. doing that. And then uh, I started it's <laughs> crazy when I was like 11 when I, me and my one friend we used to do we used to come home from school and we used to get the headphones and we used to plug it into my brother's like uh, like stereo speakers yeah. and then the radio would be playing something and there'd be like a song playing and then we'd just start like, like rapping over the song Yeah. and I guess those two things kind of added up to like yeah I think I can like maybe do this and um, so like 11 or 12 I probably started writing and then 15 I probably started like trying to make songs and then um, just been kind of doing it ever since. Was it always kind of like hip hop, or has it kind of varied um, throughout? Hip hop has always been a consistent thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, like I said, I do play a couple of instruments. So when I was in Kelowna, I was playing um, in a couple like indie alternative like rock bands. Yeah. One was like a really really dope hipster like kind of band, kind of like Daughter. Okay. Um, like really 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 like emo stuff. Man. Oh yeah. 
but yeah, it was dope, man. It was really, really dope. And uh, I also played in church too. Um, so I have a lot of like a lot of like stories, or like I shouldn't say stories, a lot of experience from playing in bands that you know those bands kind of just amounted to nothing mm. but a lot of like just that stage experience and that collaboration experience and the songwriting experience i have from that um i think has really helped me now you know mm. so it's been good. what do you think because like you say like there's some emo stuff and <clears throat> i'm doing another uh another thing with a he's a like a electronic artist in town and um He's just talking about how all the different genres influence him, right? And, yeah. You know, he could listen to the Beatles one day and then listen to, like, Underground House, like, the next. Yeah. But in terms of, like, hip-hop, and you say how you can kind of have these different different vibes within your brand. Yeah. Do you think hip-hop's opened up that way? Because you, you mentioned emo, and I'm thinking, like, Juice World or, or like, those yeah, kinds of things, right? Where yeah. it, it's is it yeah. is it good that it's opening up, or is it even more, like, clicky and niche? I think the entire story of hip hop is like, it's crazy. I mean, it's something that basically started in like the late seventies. So it's a pretty young genre of music when you really think about it. Um, and it's now like the largest genre of music in the world. Um, so the one thing I think is interesting about hip hop that other genres have, like if you listen to metal, there's like metal, there's like metal core, there's Mm -hmm. black metal, there's death metal. Mm -hmm. There's just so many like sub genres within it. Mm. To the point that's actually confusing. Yeah. Um, whereas hip hop, we don't have. Uh, well, I mean, if you're like a real hip hop head, like you kind of will know, like, oh, this is like cloud rap, oh, this is like emo rap. Like you'll right. kind of know, but like the general public aren't really aware of that, and it is like the largest like genre of music in mm-hmm. the world. So, I can see that becoming more of a thing in the future. Um, and even like seeing like award shows like the Grammys having like a melodic rap category now, right. um, I think it's like they're just like understanding that you know like this, you, you have to subdivide it because you can't really compare Juice World to um, I don't know man Griselda you know yeah. what I'm saying like it's just so different but they're both like amazing in their own rights you yeah know? so yeah so um, but yeah I think like the growth of hip hop is just like yeah it's just kind of uncontainable you got to figure out like how to kind of yeah categorize it i guess yeah you you were saying like how you felt like the the vibe in toronto i haven't been in toronto since i Mm. I was probably like i don't know 13 14 so you know i wasn't an adult being back there but um you said like the vibe is just similar to london Mm. and it's got that that energy to it and i think i've i hear that right you know i mean you kind of look at like in Canada, Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal, but I think Toronto's definitely on that different level. Has it has it been difficult or d- different, like, trying to build this base and trying to build a brand in Vancouver? Um, because maybe, not that it's lacking that energy, but I know I, I it's yeah. different, right? So it, it is different. I'll, I'll say that. It's definitely different. Like, um, I, I actually think that, I think Vancouver's the dopest city in the country, like, hands down, like, no, no comparison. I'd rather be here than anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but it is different, man. Like we're we're not we're not a city that's culture um, leads into black music. Yeah, man. There's just no label presence here. There's no mm. infrastructure. Um, so if you're an artist from Vancouver, you're probably you probably you probably know how to hustle. 
you have a really like strong sense of DIY. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the for for most of the quote unquote successful artists that I I know in the city, um, they know how to grind. They know mm. how to make good relationships and and how to network with what we have here. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no like. All right. If I meet these people, they're gonna introduce me to like in Toronto. There's a little bit more like steps you can take to actually meet someone with, um, I guess, pull is the best word that can kind of accelerate you a little bit. There's not there's not many people like that in Vancouver, so um, that can be tough for sure. Yeah. To, to build out a career. Yeah. yeah. As a Canadian artist, whatever that means, right? Whether you're an actor or musician or, or whatever, there's there's always this thing. Like, well, you want to go down south, like you want to go to the states, right? Yeah. Like that, like you can build a career here, but that infrastructure is lacking. Yeah, man. No, so, I, like, what's what's the hold up there, in your opinion? There's a there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, this is a pretty loaded. <laughs> no, sorry, just lay it uh, on. Yeah. So CBC just started this show. It's called The Block, right? Okay. Um, and it looks to be like a show that's really pushing BIPOC and black artists. Um, and it seems to be like people like my age or even younger, you mm. know what I'm saying, who are on it. A lot of the artists that I'm seeing. And that's really cool. Like, this is the first time I've seen that where I've been like, yo, this is actually like something that's relevant to, I guess, popular culture that's on. Uh, on CBC mm. right so you know I've been in BC for 10 years yeah plus now and um I haven't really seen anything like that mm. so you have a bunch of kids who are making um really cool music uh, even outside of hip hop they're making really cool music and then the industry uh in a lot of ways has been kind of oriented to like a kind of middle-aged um ear yeah there's not, nothing wrong with that like i there's plenty of music that i like is in that sphere but um i think it's caused a bit of a disconnect um a kind of in culture mm. and i just use that as a one example but I feel like there's a lot of that across yeah. like the industry and in, in a lot of different capacities. Mm. Um, in the last like three or four years, I've seen an actual push for things to start changing. Um, and whether that just be like people understanding, hey, our demographics are getting kind of old. Maybe we should, you know, start reaching out to like the younger demographics, seeing what we can do. Mm. And obviously, like companies have to change a lot of their models and that kind of stuff. So I think over time, we'll see more and more opportunities like that happen. But it's going to take a long time. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of saying more like if if the content or if that the drive is there for younger people to to kind of gravitate towards that they can use those that to to yeah. kind of build it within their yeah, own yeah, community, yeah. right? Yeah. When I was in the UK, um, radio is different in the UK, man. Like radio personalities are like they're like almost like celebrities, man. Like yeah. they have like real influence and like they're real tastemakers, and there's a real culture there, mm. and you almost want to listen to the radio because the personalities are so good and the shows are programmed so well. Um, it's just things like that. That's right. like enabling them to be like, Hey, we want to support our own industry and our own artists. And that's how you're able to break yourself into the industry in the UK. And then you get kind of big. And then all of a sudden you become like an international artist. Yeah. Um, 
whereas like Canada, I think we're it's so interesting too because we have what three of the five biggest artists in the world are all here. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I know. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just uh, it's just kind of a tough one, man. And it's also just more money in the states in general. Yeah, you know, you can be an artist of my size, um, and I can ask ask for like x amount of dollars here and i could probably get double that right. uh, to play at the sh- venue at the same size in the yeah. states yeah so. i guess population is is a huge yeah, thing too huge. right it like really it's, is huge, it's such man. a difference maker and yeah. i think when you're 10 times larger there's just more money going around for in sure general, right yeah so um do you, do you like because one of the things that i've always felt is like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna like you know really establish like a a canadian based like strong film market or something like that like what what, and how would i go about doing that is that something that interests you like to kind of be a a trailblazer in that sense or you know not that there's responsibility to do that yeah but like i've thought about that too it's like yeah i mean you could go down to la or or new york or wherever Mm -hmm. the opportunity is probably better but like is it possible to build that here yeah i mean for where i'm at in my life and where i'm at in my career i kind of feel like i'm um, I'm kind of I'm kind of committed, yeah, to being um, a Canadian first artist, mm. um, which I probably say proudly. I'm like that's no, that's not a bad thing at all. I think it's yeah. an amazing thing, if anything. Yeah. Um, but y- y- you know, I think at this point it's smarter for me to go to an LA for two months or mm. uh, a New York for a month, right, or three weeks, whatever the timeline is. And be there for a certain period of time and then come back home as opposed to um, shipping my life off and restarting and re-networking and doing all of that. I just feel like, um, yeah, it's just it's just where I'm at right now. What I've built is kind of like it makes sense for me to stay here. Yeah. And I think it's part of my brand, honestly. Um, yeah. I think it's part of my brand, like talking about BC and talking about Vancouver. It's like it's part of who I am. Yeah. So, and I'm proud of that, you know. How did you kind of build your your brand and build your build yourself up? I mean, was it just like social media? Like? Um, yeah, a lot of social media helped a lot. Instagram helped me a lot, man. Um, yeah. I uh, I also just take a lot of time and care. Like, I for the most part, I mean, like at the end of the day, business is going to be business. You're going to have to do these things and. But for the most part, I've tried to really make relationships be the first thing mm. and then like creating the second thing. Um, and because of that, I, I form relationships with guys like Floetic, um, who's like a local Vancouver okay. DJ. Like he's dope, he's super ill. Um, he's like a Red Bull three style, like Canadian champ. Like he's, he's really, really dope. Um, but, you know, like I went to some of his events, I supported him. And after we just kind of became homies and you realize I did music, it was never a thing of me like, yo, man, play this at the club, do this. Like he actually approached me. And I feel like that's the best thing that happened in a relationship is when um, you're not asking the other person is like approaching you about it because it comes from a little bit more of a sincere place. Mm. Um, so my first three years in Vancouver was a lot of just that, just like built in with people Mm. um and then the last two years here um it's funny things i feel like things have moved so much faster even the world is like kind of stopped yeah um 
whereas now there's like precedence like I, I, I built 100 collective uh, with my partner KB um, and, you know I built my Tion Gibbs brand up and uh, I just did a lot of a lot of shows man like some of these shows were like not shows that I should have been playing but I did a lot and it built a lot of really solid relationships and now um, as things are moving faster those relationships are it's great because yeah. you know like they're, they're they're based on solid things and that's the kind of like that's the kind of stuff that you need to i think shift culture right mm. and everyone can be aligned mm. and uh, everyone can see like all right okay tion wants me to be a part of this thing off the merit of our relationship alone i know that he's gonna you know approach me with a good opportunity um and then you know we're already like kind of locked in mentally like mm. we we understand how to work with one another just because of the the friendship um so I, yeah i just think that's kind of how i've done it just a lot more take take my time and um you know there's a bit of a longer route to go but uh hopefully it's more sustainable in what way like just from covid you mean or no i just mean like if you were to go the route which a lot of artists do and a lot of artists who have representation do um, of, of making it business first. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. You know, if things are falling apart or things are slowing down for you, uh, because it's only been business first, you don't have a relationship to uh, support you in, in that. So, um, you know, I think it's dope to have people who will probably hit me up, let's say in 10 years and everything's like dying down. Um, people who just hit me up off the merit of like, yo, T. Like we go way back. Let's do something, you know. Mm. Um, so I think that's that's just like I agree, hundred percent. And I I think that's I think that's one of the things, right? Everyone wants it quick. Everyone wants it fast. Yeah. And this this shit takes time. Like yeah, it's it's about building those relationships over time. And yeah, you know, like you want that you want the twenty, thirty, forty year career, not 100%. not the five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I read somewhere a few years ago that to build a healthy brand it takes you like five to seven years mm-hmm. um but once you've built that brand that brand's gonna last a long ass time right mm-hmm. so um you know I, i'd rather be a slow burn but get really really hot as opposed to hot off like quick on quick off kind of situation That's, yeah uh, I, I hate to be this guy but like i feel like you just gotta find the opportunity um for me personally, I think yeah. I've taken the most strides in my career since COVID hit, um, which is like counterintuitive to how a lot of people are, 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 are what they're going through right now. Um, and for me, it's just uh, it's just been a thing of like, yeah, I'm not gonna let this slow me down. I'm just gonna make as much content as possible, um, and that's what I've done. And I think. I don't know the way I'm looking at it, man. It's like this is like a renaissance period, bro. This is the way I'm looking at it, man. Yeah. We're, like the world is in like economic turmoil. We're probably gonna have to suffer through like some kind of financial depression for like four or five years, um, and people are gonna go through tough times, man. And I think uh, being an artist, you get to kind of document that, and you get to talk about that, and. You get to kind of have people rally behind your ideologies and your beliefs and your convictions. That's the kind of artist that I want to be. I want to be like a, a man of the Renaissance, like a like a voice of the times, you know. And um, and like yeah, I think a lot of people 
you know i i've seen a lot of artists blossom in this time mm. um i think if you're more like a sessional like a gigging artist that just plays a lot of live shows and that's right you're not really making your own content then i think this has been really really tough for you yeah but um for a lot of like the more content-based artists like man i think we're all pretty happy man. yeah at the end of the yeah. day we're like yo i just get to work on music all the time so yeah yeah true enough eh? what's your involvement with uh, music bc i know we talked about that briefly yeah. before but so at music bc um there's like a there's a basically like there's a board of directors um and we advise basically we do a lot of advising um and a lot of like connecting dots um so it's cool that i got to be i got elected uh and and voted in uh, by music bc members um so everyone who's a member of music bc and there's there's thousands of people who have memberships um i got voted in um which is like a huge honor to me um but basically my job is really to to uh to attend attend meetings be a part of different committees and then when there's like hey there's this fund is coming out does anyone um what do we think about this fund mm. um and we vote on it collectively we make a decision if i feel strongly against something i speak up if i feel strongly for something i speak up um and then it's also just like how do we connect the dots to really make um bc culture and bc music just like blow up mm and um you know it's all through our networks like who do we know who can connect us with this company that's doing this really exciting thing here and how can we get that to come here in bc and how to like so it's just it's it's just um a lot of that kind of stuff yeah man. and i really think um uh i think i'm really fortunate to be to be a part of it i actually look at that in that way because i always I'm, I'm one of those people that I kind of get tired of people complaining about things and then not trying to do something about it, right? So when I first got here, I was like, man, no one wants to book me for shows. So I started putting on my own shows. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, there's not enough like artist showcases here. So I was like, let's start 100 Collective. We started that to showcase artists. And it's like anything I had to see wrong with infrastructure now, it's like, well, I actually have a voice that can, um, it's not going to change everything but it's an actual voice that i know is being heard by a committee of people that um does have actual influence within the city and the and, and the bc music scene so mm. um for me I'm, I'm i'm excited to see what we can do and what we can shake up with it when you look deep there's there's a lot of cool people here and there's a lot of really cool shit going on and i yeah. think people here some people have that you know inclination to be like ah there's nothing it's like well yeah you just gotta look like, yeah like there's there's yeah. a lot of cool people right yeah man it's it's crazy a lot of the times i uh i hear people complaining about like oh not enough culture in vancouver and to that i'd be like well i don't really ever see you at events <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know like there's a lot of events even during covid man there's you know like I, I went to a bunch of comedy shows yeah i've been to so many and it's just like that's that's a part of your city's culture man like if you're not supporting it it's not going to grow yeah um 100 and, and 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 on top of that i think a lot of people are, they want another city's culture yeah that's the big thing it's like oh there's no culture here it's like yeah you, you i don't know maybe you want the a culture of like a new orleans but it's like no it's like there's, there's a culture in every city man yeah um and 
for a culture to thrive, like you need to you need to feed into it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing because like there's it, it's like it's like heaven and hell. Like because there's such like there's such great stuff going on here. Yeah. And I don't know what where it comes from. Like, you know, this whole like oh there's no I hear it all the time the no yeah. fun city. It's like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I have fun. I, have <laughs> I guess that's all that matters, right? I have a lot of fun. I I, I think. Um, I think like we were talking about earlier, man, as, as things start to shift a bit more to um, to younger creatives kind of uh, being yeah. the forefront mm. uh, in every industry. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to connect a lot more. Uh, realistically, a lot of people are just like what you show them or what they see on social media is what they know. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, if if all their friends are not going to. Um, Frankie's Jazz Club to see a band that's played there, you know, once a month for the last four years. Like, that's they're just not gonna know that's there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've I've been to several spots where there's great music, live music playing, and people just didn't know it was there because it's just they didn't go look for it. Mm. So. What's your favorite spot in town? Um, Let's say to play at, and then to to uh, to just go to. Shoot, man! I uh, one of my bucket list shows um, is to sell out the Commodore. I was gonna say that's like I think like just as far as like sound, yeah, um, just amazing. And I've seen like in my life what I consider iconic shows. I've seen a lot of iconic shows at the Commodore. Mm. So for me, that's like the spot. Um, and I think, I think like the step before that. Like, for indie artists, man, like, I think the Fox is a really great spot for indie artists. Yeah. Um, it's, like, a really great place for you to get your feet wet um, and really figure out, like, okay, cool, this is, like, 250 people capacity. Like, all right, we, this can be a, a, a real goal for me to set that we sell this out. And I think, like, that's a great spot in the city for that. Um but yeah, man, that's, that's probably about my two picks. Those my two yeah, picks. Yeah, yeah. What's what's coming up next for you? Hundred Collective, the company I started to basically like, it's like a digital showcase for mm. um, Canadian-based artists. For I want to see we're in BC, so it's going to be a little bit more of a focus on BC-based artists. Yeah, uh, we just launched a grant, um, a GoFundMe for a grant that we're we're going to start. Um, it's like a BIPOC BIPOC artist fund. Basically, cool. what we're trying to do is trying to set set up people up so that there's two micro grants um with fifteen hundred dollars each so we're trying to raise three thousand dollars and we want to just be able to give that money um put that money in the hands of some like some bipoc artists in in bc to be able to help fund you know <laughs> their projects really so but yeah man my heart's just like really to it makes me sad when like I talk to artists and they're like, "Yeah, man, like I want to do this, but yeah, I have no work right now, so there's no money going around." Um, so I just was like, "You know what, man? Like, what can I do? I I don't have money myself, but I have network." Yeah. So I was like, "Let me just try and help people with my network, right?" So that's kind of my goal, and we'll see how we'll see where that goes. You know, maybe that can be something that grows in the next year, few years. But for now, mm. it's just like. My goal is just to help out a couple artists in BC. And where can we Where can we find you? I know, like I'll post all your shit, but if yeah. you know the collective and even your your stuff yeah. is the best um, way to listen. Like, if you want to just kind of keep up to date with all my like doings, happenings, and stuff, like 
my Instagram is probably the best thing, just Tion Gibbs 100. Um, but um, yeah, the 100 Collective is, um, you know, the, the digital showcase for artists, so you can follow that too. But um, yeah, man, like if you you are interested in my music or you care about my music or you just want to support me because you think uh, I'm an interesting person, um, please, please, please follow me on Spotify. Uh, please, 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 like heart my profile on, on Apple Music. Like that probably does the most for artists as far as like just accelerating their playlisting potential and like getting higher numbers on those platforms. Um, so if you guys are listening and you want to help, help the kid out, um, give me a follow on Spotify, man. Awesome, yeah. man. Tiana, I appreciate you coming in, dude. Hey, thank you so much for having me, guys. This is dope. Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, we'll do it again sometime. That's good. Okay. I appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate it. All right. Each episode of Ethnoform is available to watch in full on YouTube as well. You can head over to our YouTube channel, Ethno, to consume that content. And to keep up with Ethno day to day, you can do so at Instagram and TikTok at ethno.official. Still, we caught up in the